You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Braves reporter, Mark Bowman. And, Mark, the Braves, you know, struggles continue, obviously, on the field. But there's a lot of other things to talk about, some positive things to talk about as far as the schedule goes. The All-Star Game's coming up. The Futures Game is coming up. And that should be something uh, Braves fans might want to tune into. But let's start on the field. Uh, they, they've run into an Indians team that came in red hot and has certainly stayed that way. But... Matt Whistler was good on Tuesday night. The bullpen couldn't get it done, but a positive start from Matt Whistler. No doubt. And you know what? These last three starts have all been as encouraging from a developmental standpoint as any that Matt has made this year. He's made more. He's been more efficient at different points this season. But in each start, he struggled with his command early on. The first three innings have been his problem. Uh, he issued eight walks in the first three innings of the has three starts and hasn't issued any walks, you know, from the fourth through the seventh inning uh, in any of them. But what I'm what I'm seeing from Whistler is a guy who was able to make quick adjustments, and that is one of that those final steps in the developmental standpoint. Here we are, about 35 starts into his career. Um, he's a very cerebral pitcher, um, and, and I think what we saw his ability to make. The turnaround late last year, that was a sign of his ability to, you know, not give in to struggles and just give up for the rest of the season after he went to the bullpen. Uh, but at the same time, I think the more important thing is these in-game adjustments that he's made from a mechanical and standpoint and also just as simply his approach. Um, so, yeah, these past three starts, while the early innings have been uh, rocky, uh, the way he has finished has provided some encouragement that he is, he's still moving in the right direction. So that's good news for the rotation. Uh, bad news, John Gant placed on the disabled list, left oblique strain. Obviously, he's a guy who the question's still out there whether or not he's a starter or a reliever long-term. But opens the door up uh, Wednesday. We're going to see the Major League debut of Joel Dela Cruz. Um, or Joel Dela Cruz. What do you expect to see from him? What kind of a ceiling does he have as as a player coming up from the minors? Well, you know, he's 27 years old. He's within the Yankee system for so long. I I think what we're seeing is a guy who has just pitched very effectively over the last month at the AAA level. They really didn't have anyone else left. Uh, they're probably going to bring Mike Fultonevich back one day or, or one start earlier than expected to, to pitch on Thursday. Um, I don't think we would have ever seen De La Cruz had they not lost three stars to the disabled list and um, and then also a uh, losing Aaron Blair back to the minors this month. So uh, at the end of May, I think you and I talked, I was talking about how great this rotation was shaping up. Um, this has been a rough month for the rotation, yet they, they've won more, more games this month than they had the previous two. Uh, but I think right now what we're seeing is, you know, obviously that's a product of Julio Tehran continuing to extend his dominance over the last two months, but Norris coming in and providing some unexpected stability. Uh, Matt Whistler, like you said, those have been the important developments of this month. Seeing a guy like De La Cruz, I think you're going to see him for maybe a start or two, uh, maybe at least until they feel that Aaron Blair is ready to come back. Um, like I said, both of you slip in there. 
Um, they're probably uh, on Thursday. And then uh, so there, there will still be some semblance of what they had at the end of May there uh, with Whistler, Fulte, and Tehran providing you know some indication of what this rotation may look like in the future. Great opportunity coming up this weekend, uh, Mark. Fort Bragg will be the site as the Braves and Marlins go head-to-head. And it's the first regularly scheduled neutral site game on U.S. soil. That's a lot of, a lot of words there. Uh, since way back in uh, 1997, I think, when the Padres uh, played out in Hawaii. So it's pretty cool, and, it, and it's even cooler that it's happening on a military base. Uh, people that don't know, they actually built, basically built a major league stadium, a temporary stadium right there on Fort Bragg. I think it holds around 13,000 or, or 14,000. They're going to play this game on Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN, and the crowd is just going to be pretty much just military and troops, and it's it's a really neat thing. And I know you've gotten a chance to talk to a lot of the Braves players about this opportunity. It's obviously going to be tough schedule-wise with the added travel, um, and then they got to get away after that. But there seems to be no complaints at all about this. All these players, both teams, seem thrilled and excited to be going to Fort Bragg. Yeah, I, I think so. I, there, there's, I, I certainly haven't heard any complaints in I thought Jeff Francoeur said it best. He said, you know, I know these troops are really excited to, to see a big league game, I think, but I think we are more excited to sit down, interact with them, see what they do, get it, you know, see the base. Uh, there will be a lot of activity on Sunday. They have, these two teams will leave Atlanta Saturday night, get to North Carolina, uh, sleep, and then wake up and, and have a full day of interacting with the troops, touring the base. Um, and I think it will be. It will be a, a fun day all around. Um, and as Jeff said, you know, it's somewhat humbling anytime they go to any of these bases across the country where, you know, when they go to San Diego, they go and visit Navy Seals and stuff. He said it's humbling because we think that we grind it. And you look at what they do. And he said these guys run circles around us based on what the, you know, everything that they sacrifice and do on a daily basis. Yeah, and I know a lot of the players, obviously, like everyone, they have connections to the military in one way or the other. But A.J. Przinsky actually has a high school friend who's stationed at Fort Bragg, I guess, that he's really stayed in touch with over the years. I mean, that's really cool that he's going to be able to be there with a guy that he's known his whole life watching him play baseball at Fort Bragg. It's kind of like their lives coming together. Yeah, you know what? This is something that A.J.'s been looking forward to, and just Sunday morning, uh, this guy, Ron Colombo, his high school friend had to tell him, uh, or I think it was Monday morning, actually, he said, uh, called him and said, hey, uh, my wife just surprised me with a trip. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> oh, no, but, I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh, no. But, but yeah, that was that would have been cool. But, you know, AJ's he's flown with the uh, – he, he's done a lot of stuff with different Navy outfits because it's, it's a lot of his wife's um, – Family members are in the Navy. His stepfather was in the Army. He says he has a lot of friends. You know, I think that you've got Matt Whistler who made a trip. He's going to make the start on on Sunday. Uh, he made a trip here recently. I think it was two Christmases ago. He and his family went back over to Europe uh, to a town where his grandfather spent a lot of time during World War II. And, um, you know, he, he grew He gained a much uh, greater appreciation for what his grandfather uh, experienced just from the outpouring of uh, love and support that that town showed him and the, and the others uh, who came to visit that town there, uh, two, I think I said two years ago or so. So 
Uh, you've got that. You've got Jace Peterson has some relatives in the military. I, I think all of that will will give them a, a better appreciation for for these these individuals that they meet, um, and and um, you know obviously are going to be interacting with all throughout Sunday. And again, that game will be available for anybody in the country to watch on ESPN. It'll be the Sunday night baseball game on ESPN, 8 o'clock. Um, the All-Star game's obviously coming up, Mark, and every team has to have an All-Star, so the Braves are going to have somebody there. Uh, but the Futures game has also become a bigger and bigger part, I think, of All-Star weekend as people tend to pay more and more attention to prospects and, and the draft and that kind of thing. And Dansby Swanson is going to be a part of the Futures game. Um, so Braves fans definitely be excited about that to see him play on the big stage in San Diego against the other best, you know, young prospects in the game. And pretty cool because you don't always see players who were just drafted the previous year uh, get to be in that Futures game. It does happen. There's always guys year to year, but Swanson, one of those guys. But let's talk about that All-Star game. Who's going to be the the brave in the All-Star game? Is Freddie Freeman the guy? Who stands out to you who will be the choice to, to represent the Braves in San Diego? Well, Fre- Freeman has certainly strengthened his candidacy. Uh, but, you know, you, you're looking at you've got Rizzo and Goldschmidt, and uh, I think they're going to be well-stacked there from at the uh, first base. I, th- I think that they're probably going to end up selecting Lewis or on. I mean, you look at what he's done here. I think he's uh, got the third best ERA dating back to April 20th. Um, you know, hey, look, I, I think we've advanced enough in this game where people don't look at wins. It might have been tough to take him, um, you know, had he been stuck on one win or something like that. But at the same time, I think everybody's going to just simply look at what he has done from an ERA standpoint and, uh, They'll probably put him on the staff, is my guess. It, there was some talk about uh, Rodas Vizcaino there for a little while, but but he's had a few hiccups here lately. And, uh, you know, like I said, hey, look, Freddie Freeman's very worthy. If I had to guess which one they're going to take, it would be uh, Toronto. All right, and the voting actually goes for, as far as starters go, goes through Thursday night at midnight Eastern, but then the selection of all the All-Stars will find out early next week on Tuesday, and then, of course, after there you'll have replacement players and everything leading right up to San Diego. Great stuff, as always. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Braves edition. For Mark Bowman, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.